Alright, hey everyone, welcome to the first episode of Shh, Don't Say That, where we have conversations with various people all over the internet, raw, uncut, and unfiltered, real conversations with real people. And today we got Jason uh, of TGA, and he, um, Jason of the Great Awakening fell down the rabbit hole when flight MH17 was blown out of the sky over eastern Ukraine in July 2017, had traveled on the flight of the same name in 2000, so questions needed answering. Since that time, his engineering and science background helped him spot something happening on a global scale. The appearance of the QAnon phenomenon in late 2017 solidified the realization that we are in a true revolution, information warfare with game theory as a weapon. So how are you doing today, Jason? Hi, hi. Um, yeah, good to be here. This is all new to me, so um, very interesting experience. <laughs> first time on a podcast. It was my first time hosting one. It's not, I've been on them, but it's, it's a little bit different from this side. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, it's going to be new for all of us. <sighs> so, um, I guess, uh, first of all, if you just... One, uh, I guess, talk about your technology background. You said science and engineering background, and yeah, well, how that led uh, to the Q movement and led you to where you are now. Yeah, it sort of um, grew up always around with technology around electronics and computers, and then studied computer science in the early nineties. Um, ended up uh, working in engineering and um, uh, basically until uh, Chinese monopolies started wiping out industry here in Australia. And um, then, uh, you know, between jobs, not really finding the right place after that, um, fell into sort of open source software development, which was uh, sort of really, really huge um, uh starting early 2000s. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, the open source movement's always been great. Like, Jason Stallman, I think his name is. And, yeah, Linux. And it, it's yeah. a way to liberate people away from the big companies. Yeah, ended up working with people all over the world, uh, you know, with all different sort of levels of, of technology from, you know, really nerdy math professors to ultra hacker geek type types and sort of absorbing as as much technology and information as i could as i as i went all right and um so that led you to well the you said the plane uh, the plane crashing over the ukraine led you to asking questions and that led you to cue yeah. and the queue, because being a internet type thing, it kind of led it, it went hand in hand with your background as well. Yeah, well, the way it sort of worked, I mean, that was about two thousand and fourteen, actually, rather than two thousand seventeen. Oh. Um, and yep, started um, uh, started sort of uh, digging basically because on that particular fl flight of that name, uh, I had been on the flight and uh, in like. A, nearly a decade or more than a decade prior, I suppose. And uh, a lot of Australians and a lot of uh, 
and a lot of um, uh, Dutch Dutch people uh, sort of fell out the sky on that day, um, and that sort of piqued my interest to try and dig. I was looking at things like the WikiLeaks and and things, trying to work out what was going on. A lot of chaos, uh, a lot of strange connections between people in the Ukraine that shouldn't shouldn't have been, which are sort of coming out into the light now a lot. Um, and uh, sort of started noticing a lot more strange things going on until 2017 um, when, I don't know if you remember, the Las Vegas shooting happened. Oh, yeah, I remember that thing. That uh, I, I dug, I started that rabbit hole like the day I found out about it. <laughs> yep, well, nothing, uh, nothing similar. makes sense at, at all with that. Yeah, well, um, that's when I stumbled on a lot of these so called autists um, tracking helicopter flights and plane flights and those sorts of things. Q wasn't really in the picture um, at the time, but there were a lot of these. Yeah, uh, researchers digging on you know flights and and military and looking at CIA involvement in different things, um, all those sorts of things. And I started to notice a sort of a, a a structure to it that resembled an open source project. They tend to be sort of an organic formation of people from all over of all different skills. And I was a lurker. Um, not really, not really directly involved, but similar to with my software, trying to absorb as much information as I could. And then, of course, soon after that, um, QAnon started getting noticed, and it sort of functioned as a catalyst in that particular open source movement, if you like, of, of researchers. Okay. Um, I, I do have a question about the flight. You said you were on that flight. Do you mean like the flight number or just that specific plane or just the flight number, the, the route? Oh, okay. And yeah. don't, don't, um, I may be wrong, but don't those change like every time somebody flies, like every time there's a different flight or is that something that's like set to that specific route? I'm not sure how it works in the U.S., but generally there's there, there, there's a route and certain planes, uh, but the uh, the flight number will be reused for the same sort of uh, route and airports uh, in those days. I don't know about now. Okay. I I guess my. Uh the big, the big question that gets me, because I've been looking, uh, I, I look into the Q, uh, QAnon thing quite a bit, and I, 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 I poke jokes at it, but it's not, it's just because I don't, uh, that's why I wanted to get you on here to help explain it to us that mm -hmm. are outsiders. Yep, yep. But I guess my first, qu uh, my, my main question for you about the Q movement more than, because uh, I'm pretty sure you'll just love to, uh, dive into it naturally, but just why would an Australian be interested in a movement that appears to be based mostly around U.S. politics and such? Yep, yep. No, and that's a that's a fair question. Um, but when you look back at history and you look at uh, influence of the CIA in uh, politics and in economics and everything worldwide and you start 
stumbling upon where they've been pulling strings in other countries, including Australia, historically, um, then you start to think, well, where's this coming from? And while I was working in open source, involved in a lot of that were a, a fair number of US academics and their politics started to change and go very um, ooh, control freakish, <laughs> if you know what I mean, very centralised. And that's something that, that, that I didn't recognise what it was, but it seemed to be uh, a form of like astroturfing in a socialist style so they could sell out to China or other controlling interests. And a lot of these larger, especially Silicon Valley projects and others, they tend to be funded through DARPA, CIA, National Science Foundation, NRO, that sort of thing. Um, so really the interest in that comes from the technical background and what's being done to these projects to basically sell us all out. So kind of like a, a ripple effect. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, was I? Okay. So I guess now the next the next question, and this will pretty much, I, I think, touches the subject and just as a base level. Who and what is Q? Like what I'm asking you as a... a Person. <laughs> because see, you can Google it, and I'll get fifteen different answers. I, I'll tell you what I've heard. Yep. I've heard that yep. Q is JFK Jr. and some a couple other people. <laughs> I've heard that yep. Trump is going to be the god. He's basically the it's the four chan god emperor meme come to life. <laughs> like they, yep. th this yep. is what I've I heard. That one. I've heard um, <laughs> that he's got Trump's going to clean it all out. He's the only person in the entire system that is not yep. deep state. And he's going to clean it all out, and he's going to establish the yep. most pure and perf perfect uh, re uh, democratic republic government. But then he will be king over <laughs> this government, and basically they the, it'd be kind of like what they have set up in somewhere like the UK or something, where there's a monarch figure, but there's still like elective government, but be like Americanized because we'll have our three houses, uh, our it are um three different branches we wouldn't have like a parliament system and stuff like that so is it going to be like yeah. is that is that what it is uh, well um i mean you can put all the mystical things about it uh, around it that, that you like um but what i regard perhaps because of my technical background what i regard uh q as the autists and the movement as a whole and that sort of doesn't make sense until you think, well, does it matter if this mystical QAnon is some fat kid in a basement ship posting or, um, or does it matter if, uh, you know, it's someone connected with Trump or the intelligence community or something like that? Um, what I'm getting at is, what I'm getting at is basically whether or not you regard Q as a specific entity, um, the movement still exists. All of the autists that are constantly researching plane flights, 
CIA history, history of the so-called cabal, that sort of thing. When, when you um, say the cabal, do you mean what? You mean like um, Bilderberg or G20 yeah, well, look, the, type things? The, the ongoing narrative that resonates with, with a lot of people is that there are a handful of um, very corrupt and very sick people controlling things from the top and basically funding every side of every war for the last, you know, however long, you know, some say hundreds or thousands of years. Oh. Yeah, there, there's plenty of, um, like, historical backing to that. Like, I, I mean, even on a smaller scale, it's happened, or at least s smaller entities have been used as scapegoats for it, like the U.S. with Iran-Iraq war is an example of it. Yeah, the, and... Uh the the yeah, um the anywhere where you find any kind found any conflict between a fascist or a national socialist government versus a a bolshevik or just a marxist based government you've seen it where if you look where the money comes on both sides of the even those conflicts which show they're like directly opposed there's no way that they could get along Behind the scenes, you've got people like Wall Street funding both sides of that. You've got a, a lot. Uh, there's um, lots of the yeah. the big and bankers, then, J.P. Morgan. Yeah, and then yeah, and then you've got people like Soros using literal brown shirts in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> so you know it, it, it gets really involved. Um, now, are you aware with the CIA involvement in the media historically? Um. I know that since at least the early 1900s, some form of um, intelligence types have been involved within media. I know, like, that's... Yeah. I, I mean, obviously they've been involved before, but they've had a a powerful presence in media. Yep, yeah. and do you... I mean, sorry to be asking you questions, but, but do you... Um, uh, I, Do you like realize, for example, what the CIA has been doing in Afghanistan and things like that? I I personally haven't looked too much into it. I know about the like they had the basically the the torture the the I forgot what they were called the pictures of the soldiers basically torturing the POWs, um, and like the poppy fields. That's pretty much all I really know about that. Yep. I mean, even yeah, though it's something that started when, and I remember it starting because it wasn't too long ago, it's still something that is just kind of like, I guess you could say it's, it seems like too easy of a catch if you're looking for conspiracies because it's, that information is pretty easy to come by. Well, the, the yeah. Afghanistan based information is a lot easier to yep, come by yep. than some stuff is a lot deeper. Yeah. And what do you know about Edward Snowden? My, I, I don't know. I know that he um, he was a contractor of the NSA. I know that he took stuff and left, yep. and he, he ran he to Russia. Working. Yep. And he yep. um, he told the America told the world what the world what all of us crazy tinfoil people have been saying for like ten fifteen years. He told the world that. So no, that's one less thing we're crazy about. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, he did a lot more than that. 
he was working for a company called Booz Hamilton, which is sort of a glowy clown company. Um, or Hamilton Booz, whatever. Chat can correct me on that. Um, and uh, those military industrial complex types that sort of glow in the dark, um, so to speak, uh, when he went expressly into the Hawaii Information Centre and stole those documents, it wasn't only about the NSA's data-gathering programs. I have there seen were, that facility. I've seen right. it. Yep. But I haven't been yep. to it, obviously. But my, no, my dad was, um, he was pretty high up there in the Air Force food chain over in Honolulu for about four years, so. Yeah, now that, um, during uh, the, the time period that, of 9 11, I got, I was on living yeah. connected to Pearl Harbor when 9 11 happened. You talk about, you want, you want to know what martial law is like? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. most important, one of the most important naval bases in the world, in our in our country, and I was like living, like throwing rocket at, at distance. Yep, yep. still on, no, on uh, base, that was a just big not that base as well. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. Um, he, uh, what he took was uh, basically involved the entire United States military worldwide deployments and everything like that, and uh, is suspected may have handed them over to China on his way through to Russia um, and may may or may not have given them to Russia as well. Um, so given information? Yep. Uh, yep. And I've heard rumors so, of that. I, ne I, I never really... Um, I To me, I, I, didn't, I didn't believe it in a way, but I kind of did, but it's... Yeah, and um, uh, basically the media for his... Um, exposure of the um, of the data gathering uh, uh, stuff sort of paint him as a sort of a hero but really he, it was he was glowy and um, uh, you know there's some really really dark things that were exposed and got cost a lot of people their lives um, and so there are as you can imagine, the NSA weren't that happy about it. <laughs> um, they actually formed uh, an internal police force um, that was nicknamed the Q Group back in back in. Um, I think it was sort of soon after Snowden's events, sort of two thousand eleven ish. Could be wrong on that date. There's a good article somewhere I can find for you in the future. Um, but uh, essentially, they've been more or less hunting Snowden since that time. You brought up China and Russia. Random offshoot yep. question. Which, yep. I mean, do you think either pose a real threat, and which do you think is the bigger threat, if you think both? Or do you think a lot of that's just stage? I think um, I think that this is just my thoughts on this. It's not not um, uh, you know based on any intelligence about it, but I believe that that China's a way bigger threat solely uh, solely because of the um, uh, authoritarian Marxist type government that they've got, whereas Russia has really moved on past that, as far as I know. Yeah, it seems like uh, with the latest election laws that Putin just signed into um, off 
into law, it, he basically has moved Russia back to czarist Russia in a way. He's basically progressed it back to that. Okay, that's something I'd like to know more about. Um, uh, yeah, I've been it, they're, not the China out, angle. they're not like flat out saying that, but if you look at how the government's been restructured since he's gotten power and then worked through a puppet for a couple terms and came back and all that, he's basically rebuilt the government into like pre-Soviet, pre-Soviet Russia. Yeah, well, you know, fingers crossed that, that, that it's the right direction for them. I, I know that they've lost a lot of people due, during their Soviet years. Yeah. That, because my opinion is, I, I think that any kind of leader on a grand scale, whether it's like somebody like Putin, a U.S. president, Chinese president and such, I think all of them deep down, I don't think any of them can be what we would consider a good person. It takes a different type of person to be in that kind of position. And I'm not saying that they're all like, oh, they're fire and brimstone devils. Uh, but I think that a lot of the flack that Putin gets is that we're looking at it from the perspective of our societies compared to theirs. And also the Yuri, the guy who I can't ever say his last name was a XKGB agent that pretty much did good at the, when he got his shit straight, who, why don't mm -hmm. people give Putin at least part of that benefit of the doubt? I'm not saying he's a good guy. I'm not saying, yeah, Putin, I want to be under in, uh, in Russia or anything. I'm just saying, it's possible that XKGB agents can be good guys. It's possible. <laughs> well, take a look at the how in the United States um, these Democrat how exposed these tinfoil dictator, uh, uh, tin pot dictator um, governors uh, how exposed they are for both their corruption and their uh, extreme narcissism and and. Um, your Secretary of, of State gave a pretty chilling Governor's Convention speech uh, and it basically warned all the governors that, that they're on a list in China as whether they're friendly or, uh, you know, uh, whether they oppose China and they know that academics and... Um, and uh, politicians at every level have been selling out uh, and that the United States has been heavily infiltrated uh, okay. through uh, through the media and uh, through uh, industry and politics uh, basically at every level yeah there's basically I've noticed that companies like I've heard, I'm pretty sure it was happening before this but the first thing that I noticed with China's influence in the American culture was uh when they were remaking Red Dawn they uh, they yep. they had to make them North Koreans they couldn't make them Chinese and the <laughs> and that and they flat out said why too like I think like China actually basically called them out in public about it it kind of like what the bots do on Twitter now, where they're like, if you say shit about China, you can almost guarantee Q, ten, Q in 10 minutes, Chinese bots are there, and there they are going, oh, you wrong about China, duh. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, and, um, uh, you know, I've had some very good friends that are Chinese and, and even showed me some uh, ex expatriate Chinese uh, newspapers and translated uh, about, you know, some of the corruption over there at yeah. every level and and that 
really how sick the higher-ups are. And um, I've also, uh, you know, worked with some Chinese people before that were, you know, fully beholden to the Chinese Communist Party. And they really are uh, programmed for war mode. They are, <laughs> you know, they're not, they're not your friends. <laughs> these, um, these uh, I don't know, if, I suppose you'd call them agents. Uh, I, they're just uh, over there. Their entire society is is church. Their their lives, their government, their jobs, and everything is a religion for them. And I don't think they know how to snap out of it. Basically, <laughs> yeah, I, I think Marxism as a whole and how it's infiltrated the the, the colleges and universities. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, that's one of the things I noticed happening in the with the open source. People trying to—it's all about power and it's all about uh, control. And of course, um, you know, most people, if they, you know, think sort of more libertarian about things, or, um, you realise that those are delusional. They're, they're, they're a function of narcissism. You, you don't have that level of control over anything, um, or it just breaks. <laughs> um. Yeah, so China's got basically a clause written in just like uh, like a bunch of companies or even governments require you to pledge allegiance or loyalty in Texas. You got to pledge loyalty to Israel and to Texas. You can't if you're going to be a, a government official. And, yeah, and, and China's it, basically the, getting uh, China's yeah. on their way to get their own clause basically with the way they're control they're getting into everything. Even companies like yep, Tencent, well, or as I brought up with Justin Sun, the guy who owns Tron, founded Tron Blockchain. He owns DLive. <laughs> he basically, um, if he's right now, China is branching off into blockchain technology, and they have not established how they're going to go about it yet, or who's going to be the the cab the the minister of blockchain or whatever. And so a web 3.0 type shit. And Justin Sun, I found articles saying that he is vying for that position to be the arm in the crypto world and the blockchain world that China, the CCP wants. And yeah, it explains and whole, where all that money comes from. It, it explains where all that money comes from that the guy's got. The guy's able to spend millions of dollars just to have a, a lunch with Warren Buffett. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and and like like open source projects, the whole nature of blockchain is it's distributed. So and his ha, is how are they going to control something distributed? Well, his is anywhere <laughs> but decentralized. Anything but decentralized. <laughs> yeah, 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 and you know that's you know but really trying, yeah, antithetical. To, that's I would I don't know a lot about tech. I I enjoy tech. I am a internet connoisseur i love i have archives of web point no shit for i've got like nearly a terabyte of just geocities archives uh, <laughs> i just love the stuff yeah, but i i'm a back. i'm a i'm a firm believer in the internet it's like i i am a i'm 32 so i spent like half my childhood without the internet and then i was an early adopter so the internet to me is just it's Another facet of media that I was able to watch grow. It, it's like, well, and I don't. It's just, it's an amazing, it's an amazing thing. The internet it is. It well, really not, is. I, another and way 3. of looking 0 at what's is happening. Scary. 
<laughs> yep, yep. Uh, another way of looking at it is that um, the internet as a whole and the way social media has evolved and the way people are trying to control it, corporations, etc., and governments, um, and things like that, you can think of it as like a, a, a living machine made up of, you know, millions and millions of people that are all independent agents. And when you exchange memes or even shit posts or or uh, genuine information and research or or develop software together in an open source, that forms a way a, a kind of artificial intelligence um, that is global in scale. And even the memes, the shit posts, all of it, that's all a part of it. That's I mean, what, if, uh, yep, go oh, ahead. I was going to say, that's what Google, uh, what Google was made for. That's why when people point yep. out, like, YouTube's running at a loss. Like, they're paying millions just to keep it. Why do they even keep it? Why are they shut uh, doing what they're doing to it? It's like, because that's just they're, what you type into anything connected to Google when you see the little Google sign-in button and stuff like that. You're feeding an AI machine, and that AI machine is learning from our search histories from all that and there's i mean there's really at this point it's hard to avoid it is yep. but that's what google yep. is google you when they were first founded they were founded as an ai research company yep and um so the thing is you you, you might have heard of this concept that they talk about in ai with the machine types and the quantum computing and things like that they talk about something called the singularity have you heard of that yes yeah. So that was a real big thing that they pushed, started pushing in the '60s during the whole Timothy Leary, Terrence McKenna, Ram Dass yep, type yep, shit. Yep. Although I, I love me some Terrence McKenna, Timothy Leary, I think they're very interesting people. I can easily see the propaganda that they were being pumped with and pumping out. Oh I yeah. Can easily oh. see, but just the way their minds work, I, you can't take that away from them. <laughs> you can't. Yeah, I I like the whole Im imagination techno shaman thing. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, I really enjoy that. Um, but the thing is, um, when you look at some of these uh, projects and operations that have come out over the years, uh, while some of these people supposedly uh, are trying to build their AI computer god and things like that and achieve the singularity, um, we've beaten them to it. What do you mean? What do you mean? We you beat it to it? When you look at social media and people interacting in the open source capacity, exchanging, exchanging memes and exchanging information, that forms a, a, an AI that is far more powerful than any of their quantum computers or algorithms to date. We've beat we've beaten them to the singularity, and they know it. You're going to have to delve into this. I'm not seeing how sending memes builds an AI that... Okay, memetics in itself doesn't originate with funny cartoons. Uh, memetics itself um, originates from AI uh, as a way of exchanging symbology information between independent nodes in, a, in an agent-based AI. And so the, the fact that you and I can recognise a dank meme uh, 
and pass it on and things like that, you are functioning as a neuron in a larger AI. And it's like an AI made of information? Made of information and autists and shit posters and memesters <laughs> and everything like that. Even podcasts. <laughs> I've always seen... Uh, I'm trying to... So are you talking... Alright. Because it's spreading of an um, idea, and an idea, and the ideas are universal. Like anybody can yeah. recognize the Dave Chappelle crackhead meme, and they know exactly what that meme's going to be about. They know it's going to be like, "You got any more of them, them lemons, or any something like that?" You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yep, yep, yep. And and that's what I'm talking about. It's it, it, it's a viral exchange of information that that you can only understand it in the context because you are in the AI. You are part of it. Is that why Q shares is really big on the memes thing? That'd be that'd be part of it. Because um, I've noticed a lot. a lot of them were like, "Oh, share these memes." What? Oh, Q dropped a new meme, and it's like everywhere. Yep, yep, and um, they spread way faster than the media can with their four AM talking points. And what happens then is. People through shit posts and memes and, you know, their Q-Boomer Facebook posts and uh, all of that already um, already sort of preempt the news cycle way before, uh, you know, way before the news, news can even work out what's going on in some cases. Uh, yeah, I have noticed that. I mean, that's been, that's been about since the early to mid... Um, 2010s, where information was hitting the net way quicker than it was hitting anywhere else. Yeah, um, and that's arguably connected with the NSA's open source initiative that that, that we sort of t hinted at. Um, they really started to go open source after they had to shut down those monitoring projects. Oh yeah, and so there's a lot there's a lot of cool stuff on their site for open source. So, okay, you you brought up the NSA again. You were talking about those, um, like those procedures and stuff by the NSA, and it it brings me back to Snowden. A question I forgot to ask you: um, yep. Do you think that yes, he did a lot of serious shit in behind the scenes? I mean, I, but do you think that he has done a a lot of uh, uh not uh, too much, but a little a lot of good? It is kind of a good thing that shit. Played out the there is what are you, icing on the cake still. Yeah, well, I've not been to Langley, Virginia, but people have <laughs> told me that live there that they've got the whole uh, Stepford Wives thing going on with their wealthy neighbourhood and perfectly cut lawns and, and and everything like that, and it's all a little bit weird. <laughs> and you know, my uh, uh, you know, as we hear little little bits of information here and there. I really wonder what they do to program those kind of people that end up clowns and what sort of horrible things they get involved in. I mean, you're talking cabal, cartel-type trafficking operations, oh, that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, and then you're looking at historically, you're looking at historically some pretty dark stuff in their research that's been declassified, uh, you know, all open source, 
you know, you read about uh, MK Ultra and Operation Mockingbird oh, and those yeah. those sorts of those sorts of things like that, and um, uh, you really wonder, you know, what it does to to someone's head, and and, and you know, why would they walk into the NSA, um, grab a whole of information, and then flee 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 to Russia? What would make it do that? And my belief is that there is an internal deep state war and that Trump's more or less selected um, to as basically the only last hope before there would have been uh, basically a military coup if Hillary had gotten in. Do you believe these rumours that they're like... Um do you think that Trump is actually part of the plan, or is he just he's um, just basically being used? I think, uh, or he's that he's not, or he's not your, uh, not our guy. You know, your guy. I think he's definitely an important uh, part of it, and the main reason is looking back at Trump's history about how he was respected and, and, and admired back in the, while I was growing up, he only sort of became this supposed orange mad, bad boogeyman sort of when he announced he was running for the election. Um, when you look back at his history, uh, I think it was his uncle, John Trump, that was good friends with Nikolai Tesla. And that that real that relationship, I think, would have opened his mind. I don't know how much you know about Nikolai Tesla and how oh, yeah. he was shafted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and you look at how much of you know our modern life revolves around Tesla's work and how how he ended up destitute and shafted and things like that. And John Trump supposedly ended up with either access to a substantial portion or all of Tesla's original work, which, to my knowledge, still hasn't been declassified. The, um, the story I heard was that the FBI, once he died, they ransacked his house before anybody else could and took the stuff. And what was I going to say? Yeah, oh, yeah, I found um, out through Mark Twain when I was, like, in grade school, I think. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, Tesla through Mark Twain because him and Mark Twain like were buddies, and I did do like a report, a biography report, like in fifth or sixth grade on Mark Twain, and that's how I found out about Nikola Tesla because he started mentioning these names and his stuff. I was like, "Who's this guy?" <laughs> yeah, and when you start looking at Westinghouse and you know, like like Google and Facebook and Twitter are today, uh, when you start looking at you know, General Electric, all those military industrial complex type arrangements, you start to notice that they're they're all funded by glowy money. All of them oh, when, yeah. you, when you dig back. I know that uh, uh, yeah, they it's I mean they've all that's what they've always been behind. Even the uh, what was the thing before the CIA? Because I know they were involved in a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, it was at OSS. I could be wrong on that. That sounds about um, right. Yeah, they were involved in a lot of shady stuff too. That's where, like, you know, one of the arguments that people like to give is, oh well, um, the CIA's only been around for blah 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 amount of years. It's like you do know that there was something before that, right? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, and and the OSS were the ones who handled uh, 
uh, was it Operation Paperclip or whatever it was called, oh, Project yeah. Paperclip at the end of the Second World War. A lot yeah. of the stuff that the CIA, that people know the CIA has done, wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for the guys before them. Yeah, and uh, for, uh, furthermore, we you know we know a, a, about a few high-profile high Operation Paperclip people, you know, like Werner von Braun and a, a, oh. a few others. But I think but there were thousands. Einstein one or something like that. I think. Uh, I think Einstein got out before, but I, you know, there could be some glowy connections there. I'm not sure on that one. And then after um, after World War Two, there was just a handful of people that were like actually can dealt charges to after Nuremberg, and a lot of those scientists went places. There was still yeah, a lot of yeah. them that there was a lot of them that didn't get put anywhere. That's what people don't yeah, realize I mean, is that Nuremberg was nothing. That was just they got yeah they got the top guys, but most of the 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 little guys who did the things are are just left basically. They were let go. That's why to yeah. this day they're still catching. Oh, I found the Nazi. He's ninety nine eight years old. <laughs> Charge him with murder. It's like God, yeah, let the man die. He's uh, got away with it this long. All right. And now they're. Yep, and now they're all running the media and Hollywood. <laughs> and it's like, you should, if you wanted revenge, you should have gotten, done it a long time ago. These are old men. <laughs> yeah. If they were that no, bad, they, you would have heard about them before this. <laughs> yeah, I really, really do look at it like the the, the children and grandchildren of these people um, really have uh you know uh taken taken over in every industry when when you trace back family lineages um you know uh nasa was basically established for them they're like hey we're gonna bring you over here you're gonna do this for us (laughs) yeah that's pretty much how what nasa started off as because we didn't have anything close to we didn't even we weren't even working towards that type of technology until they came over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and there's you know the technology um, connections again that I was always interested in. So, yeah. you know, um, I come across you know mathematics from old NASA papers that, that that's just you know light light years ahead of 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 other work. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of the, the, uh, professors and, and things like that, they don't look back, uh, they don't look back at the older stuff and, and, and they're just reproducing a lot of the same old stuff that's been around, you know, since those times. Yeah. Um, uh, draw, uh, I got a question for you, um, as a Q guy, do you think the internet was created to wake people up to the deep state, or do you think that's just a a, a part of the progression uh, of its evolution as well, a well, medium well, or a dimension, basically? It, I think it's a combination of both. It was a natural next step, and that it was definitely a military created, uh, uh, you know, as ARPANET and DARPANET. Um, back, oh, I guess late seventies, early eighties. I, I, I guess now, I, I, I have studied that history, and 
you know, I was involved with some of the web development in the early 90s as it was just getting off the ground. Um, but, yeah, um, I think that, that one of the projects that I did back when I was at college studied about how information builds up and then, you know, society collapses and then that's usually catalyzed by a technology change that happens. For example, the printing press um, uh, around the time of the Enlightenment period, uh, you know, uh, stimulated the uh, French Revolution and the American Revolution around those times. And you had, you know, Benjamin Franklin creating the post office, which was a new technology. But, yeah, and the, the printing press did the... The church split, and like at least, yeah, the French and the American, it just the whole world kind of cracked on when that happened. <laughs> yeah, and I believe that 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 inevitably happens, and that leads down another rabbit hole called um, that's been around for a bit bit longer. Uh, it's called uh, Project Looking Glass. That's a little bit less known one. Isn't isn't um, that's what that was what people are saying was the which one is that is that the one talked about something like the internet or something like the surveillance uh, project looking glass was uh, a sort of more down the tinfoil hat direction um, it it was uh, kind of like a, a, a prototype um, you know cabal Q sort of idea um oh okay i know the elites and deep states supposedly had some sort of devices that they could predict predict different futures right and that somehow they got broken um somehow they got broken uh or stopped stopped working because around 2012 to 2020 time span, something inevitable was going to happen that they couldn't stop. And so they sort of buried the devices and and um, kept them, you know, kept them secret and out of the public view. Uh, the, and the going theory is that all this elite's panicking and this urgency going on in the media has to do with, has to do with trying to delay the inevitable and that uh, accelerationists like Trump and like these uh, Marxists that are all running around creating chaos and all those sort of accelerationists want it to come quickly, whatever this inevitable thing is, and get it over with, whereas the cabal and other deep state type interests want to delay it for as long as possible because it means they lose power. I um I've noticed that there is there is a huge there's a huge split just with uh regular people too about the be we um acceleration are trying to fix the system with the system. There's there's a huge debate between uh, like on the political side of society and stuff. And I I I fall into the camp just 
from the ashes we'll build something. <laughs> that's the way I see it. It's just it, well, yeah, there's no that, turning that's back. It's starting or, to look like. yep. or, there's no turning back. Eventually, the whole world's in a game of chicken because everybody owes everybody imaginary money that doesn't ever. It is never. Nobody can pay it all off, and there the whole world's in a mm -hmm. game of chicken. Mm -hmm. The minute that somebody like China says, "Hey." U.S., you better pay up. It's time to pay your bills. Someone's going to come out of the woodwork and be like, China, you owe me. <laughs> you know, it's just going to be that way. Yeah. It's just a yeah. giant And so when chicken. you look at the banks, yeah, and so when you look at the banks and these these uh, dictators in power and things like that, that are, and people fiddling with the media and corruption at every level and things like that, uh, it's been described uh, on one interview uh, as like, there is a, a, a two players sitting at a chess game and, you know, we look at the chess game and wonder what's going to happen next, but the players always look seven or ten moves ahead. And both players already know that one's won and the other one has lost, but they keep playing the game to the end anyway. They're just yeah. making the moves and what's inevitable, they can delay it they can take their time, but they can't change the outcome now because both players have seen it. Is that whatever where, it is? Is that where trust the plan comes from? That's um, what that's what it sounds like to me. Like it sounds like there's a plan, and it's just it's already it's it, the game's going. It's just whoever's going to flip the table first or finish the game. You know, I don't know the origin of of saying trust the plan. But um, it's I do, on everything Q now that I notice. When you well, did you see that Californian guy get up in his um uh, and lecture his mayor and politicians or whatever about how they were screwing up, keeping everything closed, and and how they looked stupid in their masks, and yeah, you know, how they were uh, damaging their children and causing suicides and all sorts of stuff, and he got up. And he was sort of intimating that that there were a million veterans ready to 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 get up and and basically go for them if they don't cut it out. And I think that that that, that even though you know that's not on the Q side or anything like that, that's in the public. That reflects that there is a plan there that has been. You know, we've got to wait and let this be done smoothly. Otherwise, there'll be chaos. And that's what I regard the plan as, just keep it on an even keel that you just don't end up having to have martial law and, you know, bloodshed in the streets. So, oh, yeah, that, that I've noticed that a lot more people are either getting really pissed off or and or fed posting a lot more frequently recently. And it's, to me, and I'll... It's unnerving, but at the same time, it kind of makes you it makes you feel good because it's like, dude, <laughs> I'm not I'm not ever. There's a lot of people really pissed off, you know. <laughs> yeah, and they're, and they're, I mean, uh, just as pissed off as a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, even even autists get impatient, even though yeah. they sort of, you know, been told trust the plan, and you know, you know, so, some of them should have, you know, a better idea that 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 it is structured that there is some sort of plan there even though we don't we're never given the details until sort of after the fact uh basically the the instructions from early in the 
the queue thing, whether it be a fat kid in the basement or whatever. Um, uh, the instructions from earlier on was always to to read and absorb the news as much as possible and then go back and look at the queue posts and then you'll understand what's happening. Yeah, I've noticed a lot of... Uh, I've looked at some queue posts and some of them are really cryptic and then mm-hmm. other uh, and then other ones, it's like... And, and, uh, some of them are just like, think for yourself and... Do, do well, that. yeah. But, I mean, Motivation. watching how certain people, not you, but certain people, like the ones I brought up earlier, where it's like God Emperor Trump, and you, I, I've heard you refer to them as the Q Boomers, and I, yeah. I've, I've, and I've always labeled, I've always labeled them as just this. That's why gave me like the opinion that uh, the T is basically the Tea Party's on, in quarantine now, so that's what Q yep. is. <laughs> and um, well, you know, I knew it was around before yeah. that, but it was just to kind of. That's what it seemed like. It was just a bunch of Tea Party pe- type people that are just like well, on the, the internet. The they discovered was, 4chan, basically. Yeah, the Tea Party was was infiltrated and destroyed from the inside by these deep state type interests, and um, uh, you know, well, it started as a legitimate thing. Uh, it ended up looking like a bunch of crazies, like Alex Jones, Alex Jones style. So, you know that that damage uh that damage to those people who had real uh real things that they wanted addressed uh was destroyed so you know it makes absolute sense that that you know those people still exist and they might be q boomers now oh yeah so you never uh i i guess you say you you don't have any theories on who Q is, and I I remember um, you talking about how you said that it it doesn't really matter, and I I I get that. I like I the some the strangest messages come from the strangest sources sometimes, or the best. I can messages. only speculate from yeah. I can only speculate yeah. from from fr- fragments. Yeah, that and, that's what like because I say like JFK Junior is what I've heard. I've even seen no, people well, say that the the kid, the 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 giant kid, can't think of his yeah, name. Yeah, you got to be sort of, you got to be sort of really careful in this. The 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 shills and the disinformation people and things like that. Um, you know, I'm not saying it's not, but <laughs> but yeah, that's a little bit out there for me. This the structure of the whole, the whole meme and and. and uh, internet phenomenon and even the chance is rigged around intelligence. So I believe that there is uh, a part of the NSA's uh, open open source intelligence initiative and their cybercrime uh, task forces and things that are involved with it. And I am certain that there, uh, because I've worked with military in the past, uh, I am certain that there is a heavy military involvement Did I lose you? No, I was just. Um, oh, I was. I was going to ask you. So, are you saying? I'm assuming you're talking about because I've seen a lot of people say. So, you're uh, the Q guy says the NSA is our friend now. I was like, so, um, so are you saying like some like a group from the NSA? You're not talking about, like the, the entire. We're gonna watch you through um, your television. 
and well the <laughs> NSA. The, um, well, the, the word is, and I don't know if it's changed or whatever, but the word is uh, from QAnon that it's uh, 10 or less people and only three of them are civilians. You, oh, you said there are three civilians, like civilian contractors? Well, unspecified. Okay. So, so who knows? Oh yeah, so the, the, at... I think the latest one I saw that somebody who they thought who Q was was um the the young Trump. I mean the older Trump. What's his name? The one that is it Donald Trump Jr. Uh, there's Donald Trump. The, Jr. the one that was like Trump... did the triggered book, the triggered book guy. Yeah, look, see the 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 thing is. Uh... When because you, he, he posted but, some Q meme on the Oklahoma about, Rally yeah. Day, and I was just like, what? You, now they're saying it's him? <laughs> yeah, but that that can be a troll too. Yeah. Right? And, and you know, if the Trumps know how to do anything, it's how to troll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. I, I, it's like, I, I, I'm not a fan of a lot of what he's done, and I, I... Yeah. So I, but at the same time, I can say that he has been very entertaining. He has been, and I do like that he's willing to shoot from the cuff about like the way he talks and stuff. I do enjoy that. It's inter It's mm -hmm. one of the things I was mm -hmm. telling everybody because I've always been a person that I, I, I don't vote. I don't, and I just it's just it's something that's like if I don't agree with them, I'm not going to vote for them. Why? Could, why is that hard to understand? <laughs> like, like yeah. that doesn't make me a bad person. I don't agree with them. <laughs> don't agree. Yeah, well, yeah, they, his effect um, on the news cycle is devastating. It just completely dominates the news cycle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would tell people when they were like, "Oh no, Hillary! At least Hillary would know what she's doing." This dude's a fucking reality star and stuff. I was like, "You know what? Look at it this way." We already know. We just dealt with eight years of Obama's bullshit. We already know Hillary's bullshit. It's going to be the same as Bill Clinton bullshit because we can all agree that she's the one who ran that presidency. I was uh -huh. like, do we really want four to eight more years of Hillary's bullshit? Let's take Trump. It'd be fresh. It'd be new. <laughs> We're not too keen what? on his political bullshit. We'll at least get fresh bullshit to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And it has. No, it's been I'm a breath of fresh air. It really has because he is doing a lot of things that uh, a lot of us haven't seen or even heard of somebody bringing up. And sometimes he just says shit to tr piss people off and he doesn't do anything about it. But it's just fun to see that somebody like him is actually bringing up stuff like that. Like it's fun going yeah. through Trump's old tweets when he's like talking shit to yeah. people on Twitter and stuff. It's like, dude, that guy's president right now. <laughs> Yeah, I've come to look at it as sort of like that he's a magician that keeps you looking in one direction while he's doing something else, you know, behind his back. <laughs> oh, he's <laughs> that, good about uh, that. Know, and not, and not always yeah. towards the, quote, deep, deep state and such. He, he does mm. that to everybody. <laughs> yep. Yep. No, it's great. I, uh, that I, Susan I really B. Anthony that. thing was an, a total troll. That, uh, that was a troll. Yep. Yeah, it just made, makes the media look so petty and ridiculous that they're smearing a 100-year-old a dead woman just to try and poke at Trump. <laughs> I mean, I do think it's like, really, it's like, dude, you pardoned a dead person. That, that That's just, come on now. <laughs> like, you didn't even need to do say anything. That, I mean... <laughs>
they're not going to like go back in the history books that we all like grew um grew up reading and stuff and take out all the other stuff. They're not. I mean, that's part of her story. By by parting in her, you're basically taking away a part of her story that probably is not going to be in history books anymore. Because mm. it, it's possible. Yep. Now he's got to keep them keep them busy while a lot of these problems with these governors and not not just the Democrat ones either, uh, but you know a lot of rhinos and things like that. Um, he's got to keep the media uh, sort of busy while while those things are wrapping up. That that thing that first person uh, was it Kevin Kleinsmith that was dropped. Uh, by the Durham investigation last week. That's supposedly the first marker, and that goes back to Q posts uh, from the very beginning, like 2017. Which one was this? I saw today that the FBI agent that he made up the whole... He, he was the one who did the the Russia story with the, the what led to him being bugged and stuff. The dossier, as they call it, where it's talking about him there with the prostitutes and stuff like that. That's oh, why, right. yeah, that's yeah, why um, led, and he got he um got convicted today or something like that. Oh, okay. No, that's interesting. Yeah, no, this one was a FBI lawyer that modified an email uh, that said that Carter Page, um, that Carter Page um, wasn't. Uh, was involved with something that he wasn't. Um, so he modified a CIA email that said he wasn't involved with something. And um, that dropped last week. And I'm not up to date on the current, uh, like today's uh, today's stuff. But, um, uh, yeah, Q's posting about those things now. <laughs> So uh, I noticed that Q was really uh, a lot of them were really big into the um, adrenochrome, pedophilia, Epstein thing. Um, but I mean, I like one of the time because I kind of glanced into it here and there. I started reading it when it was on the Epstein stuff, and I started like finding people to watch or talk to. Uh, once I got to where it's got to the point now where it's more deep state, not deep state plus pedophilia. It's just deep state now. Yeah, that occultish type stuff. I don't know about that. I mean, there's better people to 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 talk to about uh, sort oh, of the uh, the sick stuff. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, but uh, certainly I've been following it, and I do genuinely believe the people trafficking and thing that's been going on is far more massive uh far more massive than than has been publicly known and that for some reason the so-called mockingbird media are complicit in covering it up i do believe that i mean look at it the way they're handling the the, the epstein and maxwell stuff it's, yeah it's, you know it's so blatantly obvious <laughs> that there's uh, something hidden there the um and then not not a lot of people looked into it when they released it but the files on the i think they're called the watchers or something like that it was a 60s oh, the, the, 70s the finders. Yep. the finders that that actually has a direct connection to the whole pizzagate thing 
It, uh, they they yeah, actually well, mention the pizza parlor and all that in the files. Like they, yeah, there's and, actually uh, a direct there was connection a to that. Kindergarten, the tunnels under under it yeah. and stuff like that. That was actually uh, dropped in a uh, just as a random inclusion in a, in a totally unrelated foyer. Yeah, I response. remember that because when you're going through, you get to that point, you're like, "What the hell?" <laughs> like, there's a, there's actually I yeah. think one or two of those and they what they dropped today with the protocols of Zion. A couple pages is just like. Okay, why is this here? And those are the ones you really pay mm. attention to. Yeah, I'm going to have to look at that one. That's going to be fascinating. Oh, it's it, 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 it's pretty cool. It's a pretty good one. They talk about um. At first, they go through the whole the complaints about it being a forged historical document, and they get, I think they have mm -hmm. like certain ex excerpts from the protocols in there. Then they got all these letters to. Hoover talking about, hey, have you looked into this? It's starting to look kind of real, and um, <laughs> and then a um, it actually has like newspaper clipping from like literally saying like, um, the Carmenist Party of blah 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 and a uh, certain tribe of Jews involved and stuff like that, and it's just like that the it this dropped at the perfect moment in history. <laughs> it's like it's really did. Yeah, yeah. I think that 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 there's a lot more that will, will come out. Um, I don't know how thorough thoroughly they're cleaning out the FBI, but they'll be sitting on a lot. I mean, X Files type stuff. I think. <laughs> oh, so you're are you a a believer in the UFOs and stuff, or do you think that's all just military stuff? Uh, uh, you know, I, I, I try to keep an open mind on it, but, you know, as I've been growing up, they usually turn out to be secret military stuff. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, um, you know, down the line. But, you know, who knows? Um, uh, you know, I find it difficult difficult to believe um, the the... Uh, sort of the declassifications on the UFO stuff from those Navy pilots, for example. Um, I find it difficult to picture how the technology for that sort of thing would even work. But, you know, people people theorise on it. Um, and, you know, whether it's United States military or another country or something else entirely, I've got no idea. Oh, okay. I, I kind of hope that it's... Um, I kind of hope that it is little gray, little green or grey men or something. <laughs> I, 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 my whole stance is it's there's too much out there for there not to be something. It doesn't have to be super smart. It can be a caveman or whatever else type species. It we mm -hmm. so, sci-fi has conditioned us to believe that these things are going to be smarter than us. They just have, and. But I, I do think that the, a lot of the stuff that they have definitely is man-made. I think they're going to use that. There's two ways they yeah, can go um, about the, the global government thing very easily. Uh, well, the two ways they could do it is that, that like Reagan said, with the extraterrestrial threat. You know, remember that speech he gave? Was that Reagan or Nixon? Mm -hmm. It was one, and then which was. Was it oh, Project dude. Blue yeah. Beam or something like that? Yeah, there was one before that. Was it Eisenhower? Might have been Eisenhower. 
but might, might that, the foot, well, like, that yeah. would be the way to combine all the governments, and then the religion would be climate change. Climate change is something that you oh, can yeah. all agree on because we all experience it. I mean, it's easy to get in the perspective of climate change. It requires faith because once you start looking into it, there's a lot of things that just don't add up. And yeah, a lot of a lot of problems. Yep. It's something. It's something we all experience. So you instead of people, I've heard people say Islam be the global religion or something like that. It's like no. It's got to, you'll never get jihadi Dan down the road to, to convert uh, to anything. And I don't see a Southern Baptist preacher one day going, oh, praise be to Allah. I don't see that happening. <laughs> so there's got to be something that can yeah. transcend all these differences where they can still practice this stuff, but there's something more powerful in their lives, but in the yeah, same and that's, that's where those, um, but the two ways that's that you, where would, those that, AI people, you know, are trying to build their computer god. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it's, if, have you ever looked into the um, the guys who develop AI, like the AI researchers and stuff, like a lot, what they've said? Like the futurist. There's um, like one guy, yeah, I forgot yeah, who it yeah, was, he yeah. flat out said that he's like, I know I'm basically creating something that could be bring about the extinction of human uh, mankind, but he's like, I can't stop. Like, he, that's what he says, like, yeah. I can't. And, this is um, all I can do. I can't do anything else. I physically have to do this. It's kind of scary how people get with, when they get yeah. into that singularity mindset. Yeah, and um, what they didn't realize, as it seems, you know, uh, uh, nothing's, like certain or complete yet, but as it seems, what they didn't realise is that we were a part of the AI, not yeah. not not the other way around. If you know what I mean. They, yeah, they're trying to do it too pre prematurely in a way. Yeah, and I, uh, having it uh, uh, having it as um, fully machine uh, and not not organic, it can't work. It has it has to kind of evolve like memes do. Oh, okay. Oh, we're, okay, I get what you're saying. So, so you um, you think that the so you were saying that since we made the AI, that's how they've lost the game, basically, because we are the. The, the essence... I the, think it's the, a, a strong element. I, I've always said that. It's just yeah. that they, the cat's out of the bag. They, if they wanted to control something like the internet, they should have done, tried a long time ago. With the, the amount of knowledge that people have now, the, a replacement internet or something along the lines would happen very quickly. There's already, I mean, that's what the yeah. dark net is. That's what, I mean, that's kind of a, a form of it. There's mesh nets and all kinds of stuff like that. That I, That's what I've always said. I never looked at it. It's like mm. we're, we're the, the fuel to the AI. So it's like if they pull the plug on us and they pull the plug on themselves. Other than I've always seen like banking systems are locked into the net. So this whole, what if they turn off the internet? Then the banks don't exist either. <laughs> Because yeah. your money they'll, they'll is numbers try. on a screen. You don't have physical cash in that bank. 
Yeah, and they'll try and try and collapse the lot rather than 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 um, rather than give up power. Yeah, they will. But I, I just think it there at this point. There's the only way they win is if you do what they say. On the internet, with the um, with the internet, with the internet, not physically. I would say that there's there's ways they can. It's hard to break someone's will through a keyboard. Basically, is what I'm saying. If that makes sense. Yeah, um, you know, I just find it all fascinating to to find out where it's gonna gonna end up. Do you think that Trump will see it to the end, or do you think somebody else is going to have to take over or take that spot? I would I wouldn't say take um, over for him, but take that spot. I think the the Enlightenment 2.0, if you like, um, uh, I, I think that that's going to take decades. I don't think it's going to be, you know, over, uh, you know, in the next few months or, or the next four years of Trump's term. But he has to basically clear the slate and so his job's not done yet. Yeah, that that's one thing I try to explain to people is that uh, everybody's willing to agree that, like, the warnings that Yuri gave about the demoralization of a nation and stuff like that is that they all want to agree, yeah, that's what's been happening. That's been happening since I was a kid. It's like, okay, it took mm -hmm. 20, 30, 40, 50 years to do this, right? Yeah, yeah. What makes yeah. you think that electing Trump for another four years is going to reverse 50 years? Like, what makes yeah. you think that? What? And and of course it's not he has to, to, it, to clean the person out after the, him won't be able to do it. It's going to take at least one to two generations to actually get this on the right track. Yeah, uh, and and some of these extreme devout Marxists or or other ideologues, you're not going to be able to deprogram them ever. Okay. Some of them, no. And the my, the way I see that too is people are talking about arrest him, shoot him, or whatever else. Is that I, I, I've I've been holding the stance now where it's like you got to be careful because you can make martyrs out of these people, and if you make martyrs, right. you're just going to create more of them. Regardless of what we say, George, you know, you want to talk about uh, making martyrs out of people that don't deserve it. George Floyd and the Michael Brown and shit like that. They're making, and, but at the same time. There's no way you can convince anybody that, oh, shit, you're right. This guy shouldn't be uh, praised. None of them are going to do that. So when you kill one of these or take one of them out that are burning the buildings, that same phenomenon of making the, making the worst person in the world into a martyr is going to happen again. Yeah, well, everybody realizes that 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 if if the the army or the national guard roll their tanks into Portland, that it's over. Tiananmen Square, oh. uh, but that's what it would come <laughs> out as. It would come out as that's like right. our Tiananmen Square, which we had that a long yep. time ago. I think it was like, like some hippies got like machine gunned down back in like the sixties or seventies. Yeah. Well, the summer of love didn't end very nicely, did it? <laughs> no, it didn't. So I was like, oh, Trump going to give it to Tiananmen Square. We already had that. That was in the hippie days. <laughs> yeah. You're kind of late yeah. to the party yeah. here. Nobody wants to talk about that, but that, yeah, that's not even classified. Yeah. That's not even like. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, we've talked about a lot of stuff. Is that sort of yeah. enough to. 
I would, I, I would say curiosity. Any, any questions? Anybody? Oh, let me see here. I think there was one. I guess I would ask one thing. Um, because somebody said I didn't. Is Q still posting? Um, where does Q get? Um, where is? Where do you find the Q stuff now? Most stuff I found find is like through videos or. Yep. Well, uh, I use um, uh, screenshots and stuff. Qmap.pub. Uh, but qmap.pub might be down at the moment. Uh, so there's Q alerts. Um, uh, yeah, if they that if they search for Q alerts, um, then you can get a plugin for your browser that comes up with the RSS feed. Uh, uh, but normally yeah, I use qmap.pub. Is there um any kind of um like central locate? I know like they were on 4chan. They got bullied off 4chan. Uh, chan Yeah, it's now Acun. Oh, uh, it's uh, yeah, Acun now. Uh, still, as far as I know, uh, operated by the Watkins, um, uh, Jim and uh, Son Ron, as far as I know. Um. Uh, access to that is sometimes difficult, which is why I tend to use the other, like QMap.pub or the QAlerts. I like image boards. I do. I mean, I, I, I was on 4chan the second, like the second week it was up and stuff. And I don't know, there's a lot for image boards build very interesting communities. Yeah. And that, that uh, organic randomness, that structure um, is much more powerful than people give it credit for. You know, they want something all organised and, and sanitised and, and sorted out um, when, you know, when it's just all constant information dumped like that and all random, even with the shills and the, the, the um, you know, ridiculous memes and stuff like that. It's, um, it, it really is organic and... Uh, in my opinion, like a faster way of absorbing information. Yeah. Um, the found, the guy who did 4chan, he had, I, there's a moot. I, I mean, I don't trust the guy at all, especially since now he works for Google, but, um, right. That he's the way people asked him, why don't you censor 4chan? Why don't you censor poll? Why is poll still exist and stuff like that? And he said, mm -hmm. or why don't you make, and they said, well, you, why don't you have registrations? Why is everybody anonymous? And he explained to him, it's like when you take away the ability to tie what people say to themselves, where they can say whatever they want and there's no strings attached, they're mm -hmm. honest. Mm -hmm. That is the most honest person you will ever find. Yeah, I mean, there's no agenda. Uh, I, I mean, sure, you I get mean, obviously the, there's shit the posters shield. and trolls and stuff yep. like that. The JD, GIDF yep. is on there and shit. But they um, they don't... Um, but at the same time, there's a lot of honesty there, too. And it's yeah. harsh, harsh and truths what, and harsh insults, but it, you can't... A lot of time you read them and it's like, I know what he feels like. I know what he's talking about. <laughs> like... Yeah, and look at what happens to people on Twitter or Facebook where, where people get doxxed or identified. Um, you know, they get targeted and, and harassed and lose their jobs and all sorts of things just for 
delivering information. And so many people, and it ruins people's lives too. Like, for example, like people like Sam Hyde, for example, he, he, it would be hard as hell for him to get a real job. Because just being, having a show on, you know, Adult Swim, getting shut down, being blamed for every shooting that ever happens. <laughs> he's had the, he's, we brought it up on the Alex Jones show the other day when he was talking about it. He said that, he's like, almost, uh, it's, the FBI's been in my house like about 10 times. <laughs> like, and they just, it's like, it's like, I had to explain to them yeah. what the internet is. <laughs> like, what the internet so, yeah. Yeah, there's well, people I think this that cancel really culture are, are there's some people that will are going to suffer most of their lives from this shit. Yeah, I think that this cancel culture thing will all sort of slow, slowly come to an end as a really shitty bad idea um, eventually uh, when they start canceling the wrong people. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, no! They learned very quick. You saw Nick. By I, I have a prediction. By the end of the year, they're going to have Nick Cannon and a Kippa praying at the Wailing Wall. <laughs> like, I, I mean, look how much that dude. They gave him a stack of books, and he's just like straight up Shabos posting every day. He's <laughs> just like, yeah. oh, yeah, and I've then like, oh, watch, look at the 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 protesters when they started saying things. All of a sudden, like they they lost funding. Uh, in some places, I forgot where it was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you remember the Wall of Mums? Oh yeah. And all and Antifa women just changed their shirts. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh dear. That yeah. Some, that's some just, of them had beards. <laughs> yeah, that's why the joke is like um, that whenever anybody like famous says something about the about. The, the Jewish influence in our stuff, they, they the joke's like, well, they're about to find out who you're not supposed to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's the old old adage, isn't it? That, yeah. that you know who your control is uh, uh, when you can't, t uh, who yeah. controls you um, yeah. by who you can't talk about. Yep. And the next one's trying to get that are, are the Chinese. Yeah, well, Fat chance. Uh, luckily, where I live, uh, they basically destroyed the industry, so we're flying under the radar on this cycle. That uh, we've got nothing left to 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 yeah. to um, to pinch. <laughs> um, so they're, we're sort of um, they're metabolizing the Africa before they even have a chance. That's what they're doing yeah. over there. Yeah. Oh, they'll have the thing the jungle concreted over quick smart. Yeah, I. The world is pretty fucked. It's interesting. It's a time to be a great time to be alive, though. It really is. It's an exciting time to be alive. That's one thing I'm constantly saying. Like when I'm reading the news and seeing just this crazy ass shit today, like watching the FBI drop that vault thing. Um, just the the vault drop that they did. And a lot of the, the riots happening, the quote, quote, pandemic, whether, I mean, that's a whole nother debate or conversation there, but regardless of what it, what, how severe or how, what it is exactly, the way it's treating the reaction to it and stuff. I just constantly, every day, I'm just like looking at this stuff going, what a time to be alive, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, it's it, it said that like the enlightenment period, 
you know what uh, what's happening now only happens you know once in uh, every several hundred years it do yeah. doesn't doesn't happen every generation so in that respect we're we're, we're pretty lucky um, but people will be afraid because things are going to change and we don't know how they're going to change yet there, yeah there's a book that i read that talked about the cycle that it is it was called like it was is millennial based is what it said like not like millennial mm. people like millennial like every thousand years and he said that he um mm. ended up uh that that at the turn of the millennium there's always some really big just full universal change in human civilization and it's he you talked about how it's not like exactly at the 2000s so in a way this could it appears to be something similar to that just you know 20 years off but it's not going to be exactly year 2000 year 1000 yeah like the fall of rome and and then the yeah. enlightenment after after the dark ages you know um you know yeah it's fascinating going back and looking at how similar those periods are to, to now in a, in a lot of ways. History always, it always repeats itself. It's just all a cycle. But, so, you got anything else? Um, no, just, uh, you know, I, I, I think, um, oh, you'll keep an eye on if, if any good questions come on. Um, Come on afterwards, like the people watch afterwards. Okay. Oh yeah, uh, Jason hangs out with us. He's in the the Discord and such. And I'll, I'll definitely, probably next time I dive into some more Q stuff, I'll probably be like, okay, don't. I'll, I'll probably when I start telling you, don't spoil it. And when you're we're hanging out <laughs> somewhere, that's when you know it's like, okay, he's going to ask me to come back. <laughs> <laughs> And it eventually gets to that point. It's like, I want somebody else's input on this. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, you know, certainly, like, this is all a new thing to me and new to you, I guess. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, I, I think we spoke about some fascinating rabbit holes that people that are interested might want to might want to look down. And hopefully, um, uh, you know, hopefully it, you know, helps people that – there's a lot of disinformation around um, about it, and I hope I've done a little bit to try and defuse some of it. I, I, for me, I think you did. You definitely, I, I've shown you my, the a a good example of what Q was, at least to me, the the la right. last night, and um, it definitely seen. And after talking to you, it's, it seems uh, it is a lot more rational than it to, it didn't seem at first. It really it seemed very irrational. Like I, what I was telling you about the whole King Trump and all that shit—that's legitimately. We were watching interviews of them interviewing Q people, and this yeah. is what they were saying. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. but those 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 um, sort of things that make people look crazy—that's in a way part of it and important too, because it makes people think. Hang on a minute, that can't be real. People don't believe that, and then they go looking. Yeah, but not. And after hearing you talk about a lot of the the stuff that I guess the rabbit trails that you've gone down and that the um, mm -hmm. that kind of 
that came that were brought up brought up and brought to you your mind through the Q, Q movement it seems mm-hmm. like there is it it, it actually it, it makes a and not only is it more rational now it actually makes a lot more sense in a way like that that question where I asked you was like why does an Australian care the the ripple effect makes the a perfect makes perfect sense and I've I've actually thought about that as as well but yeah it just yeah it's not so crazy after all <laughs> yeah it's um definitely the 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 the, the so called old guard aren't going to go down without a fight and that's the chaos that you're seeing now. I, that that's the one thing that keeps me from like saying yeah yeah they're right because you see the bl- the hiccups or whatever when they are bringing some people down but nothing seems to change and right when one goes down another one is kind of brought to the attention yeah if yeah, that makes sense oh Epstein's but- gone oh sweet I mean kind of sucks because we could have gotten some information out of him but fuck yeah. Oh, now we got Maxwell. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just. <laughs> yeah. Well, the fact the fact that Epstein, uh, you know, like, uh, arguably either killed himself or whatever doesn't matter. He's uh, out of the picture. They must have finished with him. Yeah, he did. He he, he did a backflip and hung himself. And you know, <laughs> triple somersault <laughs> off the top bunk. Yeah, yeah. With, with with tissue paper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, buddy. Every time he he uh, he talks to me, he's like, "Do a backflip." Like, no, <laughs> I know what he's talking about because it's a joke. It really is. Like, how the hell did he pull this one off? Yeah, and the fact that he kneeling is taller than the <laughs> kneeling is taller than the bunk. Oh, it's like no. when you even look into the recent celebrity ones with like Chris Cornell and stuff like that. Um, what was it tied to? They, there was yeah, nothing for him to tie that, that to. One. Mm. You know about yeah, that one? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I've heard different different explanations um, about how he managed to do it. I just don't. I just can't picture how you could break uh, several bones in your neck um, from that height. Yeah. Unless he was like made out of eggshell or something. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, it was good having you. Thanks yep, for coming being on. on. And all right. You have a good one, and I hope we can do this again sometime. All right. Thank you, and thanks for the opportunity to spread some, hopefully, uh, hopefully not too, um, not too far off the mark information for people.